0: Grace, mercy, and peace are yours, from God the Father and our Lord Jesus Christ, amen. You are beloved in the Lord. Today's Old Testament reading of Naaman and Elisha the prophet is a beautiful example of how the Lord God uses the ordinary to accomplish the extraordinary. Listen as Nathan, uh, Naaman could share God's word. Are you here, Naaman? Well, we'll see. <laughs> this is how it goes. This is as good as we do for Naaman. Naaman the Syrian is kind of an obtuse kind of situation. I was the commander of the Syrian army, winning victory after victory for my master, the king of Syria. I was the favorite of my king and celebrated by my nation and my army. Neighboring countries feared my king and people. And of course, my king was rich. Did I tell you that I was a leper? I had that incurable disease. It was right on my face, which possibly could make me an outcast. This disease was certain to kill me. My story begins with me living at the end of my rope. Been there? You can imagine how I tried all the experts, the doctors, magicians, and our nation's gods. No amount of money or influence or power could get me a cure. I was helpless, a leper, soon to die. Well, enough of that. (laughs) Our Lord had a plan for Naaman. Truly, he was. He has a gracious saving plan for everyone, even though Naaman was a foreigner, you know, different from us. Nathan, Naaman was a leper in need of healing. But he didn't know that some of his soldiers made a, a raid in Israel. And in that raid of a small village there, these soldiers abducted a girl, an ordinary girl, an Israelite. Syria's enemy. She became a slave. This meant that she, for all practical purposes, had nothing to offer. But her faithful God did. Imagine this. She became Naaman's wife, servant girl. Now, couldn't there be a coincidence in this? Not at all. It was God's plan. So here we are. Naaman's totally helpless. And she tells her mistress, her boss, go see the prophet who is in Israel. His God can cure leprosy. No problem. By sharing what she knew about God, this girl gave Naaman what no one else could, healing and hope. So the Syrian king, Naaman's commander, checked out his Blue Cross Blue Shield benefits, and he Came up with a whole bunch of gifts, very expensive gifts of clothing and everything to be given to the king of Israel. Naaman gave the letter to the king of Israel himself. This man was a pagan, a worshiper, a worshiper of Baal, a false god. Naaman gave the letter to the king. When this letter reaches you, know that I have sent to you Naaman, my servant, that you may cure him of his leprosy. And when the king of Israel read this letter, what do you think he did? He tore his clothes in great fear. Oh, the king of Syria is calling me out. Am I a God, he said, to kill and make alive? That this man sends words to me to cure a man of his leprosy? Only consider and see how he is seeking to create a quarrel with me. But when Elisha, the man of God, heard that the king of Israel had torn his clothes, he sent the king this, Why have you torn your clothes? Let him come now to me, that he may know that there is a prophet in Israel. So Naaman came up with his horses and chariots and stood there at the door of Elisha's house. Now, would that make you nervous? Not Elisha at all, not one bit. Naaman arrived at the prophet's door in all his splendor, like, ta-da, I'm here, fix me, I deserve it. And here it is. Naaman does not get the prophet to talk to him. He gets no greeting, he gets no magical display, In fact, he doesn't even get to see the prophet at all. Elisha sends one of his servants out and gives Naaman this thing to do. Go wash seven times in the Jordan and you will be cured. Talk about hurt. I mean, why would you send me to A river that even sometimes you could just walk across. What is it? What do you want of me? But of course, even being offended, when Naaman did it God's way, he was healed. One, he was healed. Two, Naaman, even better, became a believer and was healed spiritually, physically. And can you go further? Yes. Naaman went back home. And contrary to what all the other folks in Syria did, he was there as a witness to the true and living God. Isn't it amazing in that scripture that you heard that Naaman about blew the whole situation by saying, wait a minute, can't I go to my river of choice and do what I think should do? I think that's something I've said to the Lord. How about you? It just goes like this. His servants came to him and pleaded for him to wash from the beginning to the finish, God uses, like you know, the ordinary to accomplish the extraordinary. God still uses the ordinary to accomplish the extraordinary. Look at yourself. Look at me. Who am I? How did you become a child of God, an heir of, heavenly, of, of a heavenly kingdom? Did God speak to you from a burning bush? No, that was Moses. Have you a vision of your way to work? Of how great you will be? No. Did you have, were you miraculously healed by a prophet of God? No. For most of us, it was rather ordinary. See, That water, even from a dirty river, was just like this. We were told by parents or friends, Jesus died for our sins on the cross. Totally abased, suffering and dying there. And we received the gift of the Holy Spirit in baptism through God's word and ordinary water. No trumpets going, no magic, not a bit. And it was even accomplished through some ordinary pastor guy, you know. We learned the truth of God's holy word through ordinary teachers, didn't we? with our ordinary minds and our memories. Look around you. Are we gathered today in the presence of kings and celebrities? If you happen to be a king or a celebrity, please forgive me. We receive the Lord's body and blood in ordinary bread and wine, given out by the ordinary hands of those who serve. Our Savior Jesus, good news, works for all people. Jesus says, you know it well, for God so loved the world that he gave his only Son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. Again, Jesus says, truly, truly, I say to you, whoever hears my word and believes him who sent me has eternal life. He does not come into judgment, but has passed from death to life. The gospel message that you hear each week in this church, in this ordinary church, but it's a beautiful place to be, is still the power of God for the salvation of all people. To salvation, God's word, the scriptures, is still the only eternal life truth that will not change your gift from God. The sacraments will still give what God promises they give, the body and blood of Christ himself. God works where he chooses to work, and Jesus put it this way. God has called you to be his child forever. In your baptism, our Lord gave you his Holy Spirit. That's why you're here. That's why you're listening. However ordinary the water and the word of God might appear to you, it is God's word to forever, forgiveness, and peace I find a bookend in this Old Testament scripture concerning Na- Naaman and Elisha and the water and this turns out to be something very encouraging to me here in the Old Testament you have a man healed by being washed with water, with the word of God coming through Elisha to Naaman, okay? There's another bookend that I find, too, having to do with God's word and water. It's the same in the New Testament. There our Lord Jesus healed a blind man with what? Water and the word of God. Jesus said to the blind man, go wash in the pool of Siloam, which we sent. Jesus sent him there. So he went and washed and came back seeing. There it is. Naaman, Elisha, Jesus, and a blind man. Our saving God and Savior uses the ordinary to accomplish the extraordinary. He uses water And his word to call me and you. And will give the same spirit of God for others in holy baptism. And now he wants to use you. Yes, we are ordinary children of God. To accomplish his life-giving purpose in our families, our neighbors, everyone. And his hands never fail you. He wants to use you. Just like that ordinary slave girl, a missionary sent by God to share saving news with others, our Lord chooses to use the humblest and the great, humblest mostly, you and me, ordinary Christians, to show God's grace so that through us, he can accomplish the extraordinary miracles of salvation. May the peace of our gracious and loving God keep us all and use us both now and forever. Let's say it together. Amen.